Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, whatever time you are tuning in. I just want to say thank you so much for coming back to another episode. So today I just want to get right to the point and get to the topic of today's episode. So today the topic is even when I fail, I win. So I have this written down on a piece of paper and I've just been sitting here for the last 10 minutes trying to write notes on what I wanted to say. And I was like, you know what? Like every time you just start talking, like everything just comes so naturally that I don't even want notes. So um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Everything I'm about to say, I have not thought about it. I'm just going right into it and I'm just going to speak from the heart. So even when I fail, I win. So I want to flash back to 2016. So I graduated high school in 2015. I'm 23 years old. And um, I think 2016 was the worst year of my life. And I'm not trying to bring this podcast to a negative note. I'm just trying to show you where I came from and how me failing so miserably turned out to be the most beautiful thing that ever happened to me. So 2016, I was playing Frisbee in my backyard and I jumped off a rock and this rock was so small and it wasn't even high. I jumped off to catch a Frisbee and I landed wrong. I tore my MCL, my ACL and my meniscus. And this was a very rough time for me because one, the way you see me now is the way that I've always been. I've always been a athlete. I've always been someone who loves to move. I've always been someone that is obsessed with exercising and just growing the body. So yeah, this happened the week that I was supposed to move into college and I was going to play sports in college. Like I was ready for it. I was going to be an instructor there. I had already talked to the people that work Um, in the gym that I was going to be an instructor there. So I was super excited to go to college. And after this happened, literally the week I was supposed to move in, um, my knee was stuck bent. And the only way to fix my knee was to have surgery. And the surgery would be two months ahead. So I had to wait two months before I could even have surgery. So my point is 2016 was awful, okay? So I started off with all my friends, um, everyone going to college, everyone was gone, and I was home, stuck with a bent knee. I couldn't do anything by myself, and I was so miserable. So I got the surgery and it put me out for nine months. Like this was such a tough surgery on my body that it took me out for nine months. And I just want to go a little bit in depth about what happened these nine months and how it scarred me forever. So everyone around me, um, they're freshmen in college. Okay. So they're experienced college for the first time. They're all going out and partying and, um, living their life. And it seemed like they were having so much fun and every single day, like, excuse me, every single day I was on painkillers. Like I was on painkillers. I was nauseous. I was always dizzy and I couldn't do anything by myself. So from my perspective, like I was a person living like the lonely and sad life. And in that moment, that was always when I would say, why God, why did you do this to me? Why is this happening to me? So instead of me seeing it as a way that 
God was repairing my body to be someone stronger. I saw it as God is taking something away from me and I was so miserable. So during this period of time, I went through a really dark place. Um, I did not want to talk to anyone. I would just sit in my room and I would sleep. I would sleep all day. I couldn't work, obviously. And um, yeah, I was I was super, super miserable. So um, during this time, you know, I couldn't do things by myself. So when I had to take a shower, I literally had to sit on a chair and my mom had to bathe me. That's how bad that this surgery was. So nine months goes by and I dig myself in a deep hole. And then, you know, I've started physical therapy and it got to the point where the physical therapist said that the the surgery didn't work because my knee was not, um, I wasn't able to flex it the way that I should. I didn't have full mobility. So after nine months, um, my physical therapist said, you're going to have to have another knee surgery. And um, I was livid. I was crying. I was miserable. And I wanted nothing to do with the world. Um, I put myself in a place where I thought that I was such a failure. So um, I remember talking to my mom and I was breaking down crying and I was saying everyone is living their best life and here I am going in for another invasive surgery because the first one didn't work. Why didn't the first one work? Why is this happening to me? And my mom said, honey, right now you can't understand it, but God is going to do something so big that this moment right now, you will be so thankful for it. So time goes by. I have another surgery and then it's time for me to go through physical therapy again. And this time I went through physical therapy and I said, I am just going to work super hard. No matter what kind of pain I feel, I'm going to push. So I went through physical therapy and, um, you know, he would give me exercises to do at home, but I would never do them. I would never follow through with them. And then I would say, you know what? If I want to get better, then I need to do these exercises at home. So I started doing them. I started doing them two times a day. Then it became three times a day. Then it became four times a day. And then four weeks went by and I decided to go to the gym again. And this was really hard for me because it came from someone who was at the gym all the time, a total beast, like doing high intensity workouts, teaching classes. And now I have to go and start start from the bottom. So I would just go on the bicycle and that's all I would do for 40 minutes every single day. And I noticed that the more I did that, the more mobility I got back in my knee. So there was a point in time where I couldn't even do a full circle on the bike, on the pedals, because my knee wouldn't bend that way. But the more I practiced and the more I went, I got there. So even when you start little, it still makes you pro progress and it still makes you get better. And this is something that I had to go through for me to be able to understand that small progress is still progress. So, okay, I recover from it and I get better. I build muscle back in my knee and then I apply to go to a different college. And I get into this college and my life is starting to pick up again. But keep in mind, I am like a year and a half behind everyone else at this point. So it was a little frustrating because I'm not in the same grade anymore as all of my peers around me. And I felt super lonely and I commuted to college. So I felt very, very alone. Um, 
But anyways, I went to college and um, then I started getting super into fitness again. So I've always been into fitness, but this time I wanted the nutrition behind it too. So I'm in college and while I'm in college, any free moment I had, I was either researching YouTube videos or reading books. I was constantly at the library. I was constantly listening to motivational quotes. Um, I was doing everything in my power to gain knowledge about this. And, um, then the owner of big sky was like, Hey, like, I want you to teach a high intensity class here. And now that I go back and I think about it, if I haven't had this knee surgery, I would have went to college in 2015 when I graduated, I would be on a different career path. I would have gone for psychology. I would have been doing nothing that relates to fitness and I would not be where I am in this moment. So God made this setback so I would go to a different college to be able to commute from home, to be able to have the jobs that I have, to be able to be the person that I am now, to be able to be this happy and to thrive the way that I am thriving. So I got offered this job at Big Sky and this was a huge deal for me. And I was like, like, hell yeah, like I'm going to take this job at Big Sky. I'm going to be able to work at a gym and I'm going to be able to go to college and I'm going to go to college for athletic training because this is what I want to do. And it just felt like everything was slowly coming together. So then uh, there came a point where I was so passionate about it that I wanted to start my Instagram and um, I was really nervous and really scared. And I was so scared that everyone around me would be like, she's different. Like, we're all partying and going out and she's literally in bed at eight o'clock and she just works out a ton and that's all that she likes to do. She doesn't like to do anything else. She's a grandma. Like, if we invite her, she won't come. So you have to keep in mind that the peers around me really impacted what I wanted to do. And there was a point in time where someone finally said to me, you either stop complaining about not having it or you go after it full speed ahead and you just let it take take the way. And I was like, you know what? Fine. So I started my fitness page and I was such a rookie, guys. I was such a rookie. I was posting pictures. I was just like posting little workouts here and there, sharing my passion. And I didn't think anything of it. I really did not think a single thing about starting an Instagram that this would be what my life turned into. So um, I just did it. And yeah, you know, I failed a lot. There's a lot of exercises on there that I probably did wrong because I didn't have the knowledge or um I don't know. I just shared what I thought was the right thing to share even when it wasn't. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say everything I say is 100% correct. I mean, now, yes, because I'm knowledgeable. But back then, I was just getting into it. and I just wanted to share my passion. So um, this happened. And um, after this happened... um, I, it immediately started growing and growing and growing. And then my passion started growing, growing and growing. And then a new door opened up for me for competing. And I was like, what is going on? And then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wait another four years before I can get my certification to be a personal trainer. I'm going to go after it right now. So that day, I remember specifically, 
I went online and I was like personal training certifications. I saw NASM and I saw that this is like the number one that people you should get and immediately bought it. And I started the course the first day. I think I went through six chapters in that first day because I was so interested in just growing my mind and becoming a trainer. So every single day after that, I just kept researching and doing everything in my power to know this knowledge to be able to take this test and pass. So it came a point where I didn't really care about college anymore. One, because I didn't care about the partying. I didn't care about going out. I didn't care about fitting in. I didn't care about what everyone else was doing. I spent every single moment either in the gym or studying. So then time goes by, I take my NASM certification and I pass. And that day that I passed, I got offered a job to be a personal trainer on the dot. Literally the first interview I had, she said, you have it, you'll start tomorrow. So I immediately talked to my parents and I was like, I don't want to go to school anymore. Like there's no point for me if I am already doing what I love to do. I have the certification now and I can start to grow and become who I want to be. And, you know, my parents were upset, but they were like, you know what? Like, go for it. Attack your dreams. My parents have always been the people that say, you have to go after what you want, regardless what anyone will think. So I dropped out and, you know, I felt like a failure almost too, because when I tell people that I didn't finish college, they all... They like look at me like I'm not as knowledgeable as them or they look at me as I am. They think that I'm a dropout because I didn't pass my classes. And in college, I had all A's like I mean it where I'm super try hard with my grades. If I'm going to spend a certain amount of money doing something, you bet my ass that I'm going to go into it full speed ahead. So it's not like I was failing my classes, guys. I was doing everything in my power to have amazing grades, but it just wasn't for me. And Yeah, part of me felt like a failure because when I would talk to parents or my friend's parents, they'd be like, oh, like you dropped out of college. And it really hurt me and it really made me feel like I wasn't worth it. And then I said to myself again, I said, I'm going to prove all of these people wrong. So then I got a personal training job and I loved it. And everything that I did, it all made sense. It never felt like a job. I started meeting new people and then I got into competing and then competing opened up a whole new world for me where I saw my true potential. I saw that, you know, I'm able to do things. And the first time I competed, it was the most beautiful thing ever. And I made so many mistakes. I cheated on my diet so many times. I skipped out on cardio so many times, but it was the most beautiful thing that I ever experienced. And then after that, I just started growing and I started growing everywhere. And then one day I found Body Rock and I fell in love with Body Rock. And when I took my first class at Body Rock, I literally almost threw up. And in that moment after, I was like, I need to work here. Like, I love this so much that I am going to work here. I remember talking to my bosses right now and I said, are you guys hiring? And my boss said to me, no, we're not. And I was about to walk out the door and then he said, you know what? Here's my business card. Send me your resume. I sent him my resume. I got an interview the next day. I got hired on the dot. Like, that is the 
power of God making you go through things so he can bring you to the place that you need to be to be the person that you need to be. So flashback, I'm teaching at Body Rock and every single day these people come in with passion and hope and and fight to get better and I'm giving them crazy and insane workouts and they still come every single day and take the heat from me and that was it in that moment my fire lit up again and I was like I'm gonna compete again if all these people come back every single day 5 30 in the morning to work out with me when they know that I'm not gonna be easy on them and they're tired and they're fatigued and they're sore and they still come back yeah I'm gonna compete again so that opened up a whole new door of me competing again then me competing again opened up a whole new door of me meeting beautiful and thousands of other people who are so special. And then I started doing fundraisers and these fundraisers were huge. There are thousands of people everywhere. I've done Zumba fundraisers. I've done high intensity. I've done boot camps. Like these fundraisers were an insane way for me to grow and to understand that the kind of heart that you have is all that matters in life. So I started doing fundraisers and then After these fundraisers, you know, I just, I realized what my life is all about. And um, here I am again competing for the third time. And I told myself if I ever competed again that this would be the biggest thing that I would ever focus on. And I prayed that when I knew the time for my season would be here, that God would bring me the people that I need around me to be able to level up. So what did he do? He brought me to my coach. And then in his gym, I found all of these amazing people that helped me level up to get to the next level. And as soon as I started training there, I said, this is my season. This is my year. God brought me here for this reason, because this is the next step for me to be able to go to where I need to go. So even when I failed miserably years ago and I was in the worst spot of my life and I was so sad and I hated everything, I hated everyone and I was miserable, I said to myself one day, there is a bigger picture. And here I am recording this podcast. I'm speaking to you guys through my phone on this platform because so many of you are tuning in to hear my voice. Do you understand how being a failure helps you win? If I never went through that season of my life in that period of my life where I tore my ACL, I would not be where I am right now. If I had never failed miserably, if I never cried in my room asking why God, Why are you doing this to me? I wouldn't be where I am right now. So everything that happens to you is happening for a reason. It's either a lesson or it's going to make you stronger. So even on your worst days, understand that there's a bigger picture coming. And even when you fail, you will stand back up. I'm the strongest person I've ever been to this moment. I have the most discipline. I have the kindest heart. And I want to succeed in everything that I do that I will never, ever, ever let an excuse get in the way or I never let being a failure stop me. From this point on and moving forwards, feeling means that I'm trying and that is better than not trying at all. So if I'm a failure, I'm going to be proud that I am a failure. Wow. I can't believe that I just talked about all of that from the top of my head. But like, if you fail, that means you're trying. And if you don't try, then 
you will never go through a hard moment and then you won't be able to take from that hard moment and get stronger, guys. I have failed more times than I have succeeded and I can almost guarantee I'm about to fail a thousand times more than I succeed. But it's how you take your journey and how you keep pushing through. So after I had my surgery, I could have just stopped. Like I could have just continued being a negative person and I could have just been like, well, I went through this. But, but after that, what I say now is just, I went through that and it made me become who I am right now. God brought me through that weak moment because he knew I would stand up a thousand times stronger and better. So yeah, I mean, when you fail, you still win and without failing, you will never win. And that's what you guys need to take away from today, that no matter what you do in life, you're going to fall down, but don't let it eat you alive. Don't stay there. Like you're only stuck if you say that you're stuck. So no matter where you are in life right now, know that there is a bigger picture coming. And even if something horrible has happened to you, understand your season and your time and understand that God is about to do something incredible for you because he has done incredible things for me and he isn't even done yet. Like he is never done. He has a whole plan written out. So that's it. This podcast is now 20 minutes. I can't believe I spent 20 minutes going off and off about it, but um, thank you so much for listening. You guys have had a huge impact in my life. And I want you to know that I would not be Let's Dominate without you and your positivity and all your smiles and high fives and amazing messages. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And when you fail, I will still cheer you on. And when you're at the top, I will cheer you on. So have a beautiful rest of your day. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast.